Welcome, everybody. It is time for episode five of The Last Word. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby is right. We are glad to be back. I know uh, it has been one crazy week. We have had some crazy storms here in my area. Uh, Isaias uh, is, has been hitting us pretty hard, and then uh, all up and down the East Coast, it looked like. Um, so hopefully everyone is, is doing well there and uh, getting through this storm. Just absolute craziness. I'm glad to hear that it's, uh, it's settling down, at least in my area. So hopefully all is well where you are with your family and friends. And, uh, you know, once again, uh, in the news this week, uh, there was a lot. There was really a lot of uh, topics that I could have gone over. But, um, you know, we had an absolute tragedy. We lost nine brave men who were proudly serving this country, eight Marines and one sailor. Uh, they were aboard an amphibious assault vehicle that was heading back to a Navy ship on Thursday evening. Um, and that was actually, I guess I should say, last week. So they were heading back after what was being described as a routine training exercise. It began taking on water. They were on this uh, amphibious assault vehicle that began taking on water about a half a mile or so from the Navy's own uh, island, San Clemente, which is right off of San Diego, as I understand it. So, um, unfortunately, only one body was found at the scene, and it was that of Lance Corporal Guillermo S. Perez, who was a mere 20 years old of uh, New Braunfels, Texas, and the others who were from California, uh, Texas as well, Wisconsin, Oregon, um, they are all presumed to be dead. And, you know, I think the right way to honor these brave men uh, were to, to is to mention their names and to give them their due. Um, they included uh, PFC Brian J. Baltiera, who was 19, of Corona, California, Lance Corporal Marco A. Barranco, 21, of Montebello, California. PFC Evan A. Bath, 19, of Oak Creek, Wisconsin. U.S. Navy Hospitalman Christopher Nem, uh, 22, of Stockton, California. PFC Jack Ryan Ostrovsky, who's 21, of Bend, Oregon. Corporal Wesley A. Rod, 23, of Harris, Texas. Lance Corporal Chase D. Sweetwood, 19, of Portland, Oregon. And Corporal Cesar A. Villanueva, uh, 21, of Riverside, California. My heart absolutely goes out to each of their families. Uh, rest in peace, sirs. Man, I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know how to even transition out of something like that. They were all so young. And uh, it's just a tough pill to swallow. You know, they were in the prime of their lives serving this country and something like that to happen. And, uh, you know, and quite honestly, every time I hear taps, man, I, it just gets to me. It hits you right in the feels. Um, I don't know. If, you're, if you don't get all up in your feels and get a little emotional when you hear taps, I just feel like you're not a red-blooded American. But, you know, that's my opinion. Uh, yes, as I said, rest in peace, sirs. Uh, I don't even know how to transition out of that. But I've been thinking uh, this week about how I've been telling you and, well, basically anyone, quite frankly, that would listen um, about how the left has this grip on the media and how the media only wants to report on sensationalism. Uh, you know, well, just this week, former MSNBC producer Ariana Picari quit over just that. On Monday, in an open letter, she explained why she left MSNBC, the left-wing network that it is, she said that they, being MSNBC, are a cancer that is stoking national division by amplifying fringe voices and forcing journalists to make bad decisions on a daily basis. She describes herself in the letter as an integral part of MSNBC's show, uh, The Last Word with Lawrence O'Donnell. She begins her letter sharing quotes of things that people had allegedly said to her over the years. Here's a little bit of what she wrote. July 24th was my last day at MSNBC. I don't know what I'm going to do the ne next exactly, but I simply couldn't stay there anymore. My colleagues are very smart people with good intentions. The problem is the job itself. It forces skilled journalists to make bad decisions on a daily basis. She goes on later to say that MSNBC was, um, or there was a practice that was basically baked into the editorial process and that those decisions affect the news content every day. Likewise, she says, it's taboo to discuss how the rating schemes distorts content or it's simply taken for granted because everyone in the commercial broadcast news industry is doing the exact same thing. Behind closed doors, industry leaders will admit the damage that's being done, she said. Reportedly, she was told by a high-profile veteran in the TV industry, we are a cancer and there is no cure, but if you could find a cure, it would change the world. Are you kidding me right now? That is crazy. What? Yeah, again. What? 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 Exactly. Picari went on to say that as it is, this cancer stokes national division, even in the middle of a civil rights crisis. Uh, the model blocks diversity of thought and content because the networks have an incentive to amplify fringe voices and events at the expense of others, all because it pumps up the rating. Her words, folks, not mine. Later, she added, context and factual data are often considered too cumbersome for the audience. There you have it, folks, the left and the lamestream media telling us that, or stating at least, that we're too stupid to understand facts. You have got to be kidding me. What a bunch of... Anyway, she goes on further to say there may be some truth to that. Our education system really should improve the critical thinking skills of Americans. I won't deny that critical thinking skills could be taught in school or they could do a better job of it. Anyway, uh, she goes on to say, but another hard truth is that it is the job of journalists to teach and inform, which means they might need to figure out a better way to do that. They could contemplate more creative methods 
for captivating an audience. Just about anything would improve the current process, which can be pretty rudimentary. Think basing today's content on whatever well-rated, whatever rated well yesterday, excuse me, or look to see what's trending online today, end quote. So, you know, I mean, I'm reading this and I'm, my mind is absolutely blown because I've been saying this for years, literally years, that this stuff has been going on. Later in the letter, she says, I've even heard producers deny their roles as journalists. A very capable senior producer once said, our viewers don't really consider us the news. They come to us for comfort, she wrote. Now, maybe we can't really change the inherently broken structure of broadcast news, but I know for certain that it won't change unless we actually face it in public and at least try to change it. This is crazy. Absolute insanity. And I'm so glad that she is shedding light on this because people need to know. We need to know that this is going on and it needs to come from the horse's mouth. And you know what? It did. It's coming from somebody that did this every day. Through this pandemic and the surreal alienating lockdown, she says, I've witnessed many people question their lives and what they're going, excuse me, what they're doing with their time on this planet. She continued, I reckon I'm one of those people looking for greater meaning and truth. As much as I love my life in New York City and really don't want to leave, I feel fortunate to be able to return to Virginia in the near term to reconnect with family, friends, and a community of independent journalists. I'm both nervous and excited about this change. Thanks to COVID-19, I'm learning to live with uncertainty. Bakary concluded by writing, more than ever, I'm craving a full and civil discourse. I absolutely feel vindicated with the with this lady's letter. I mean, thank God she put this out there. This is what I've been saying the whole time. This is the proof right in the pudding. Laz Nation, it is right here. All you have to do is read it. Go out, Google it, find this lady, read what she wrote. You don't have to believe me. It's right there, though. It's there for the taking. All you have to do is go and look for it. Oh, Ariana Picari, thank you, ma'am. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you've said. And thank you for, be, for being willing to stand up and actually take a stand and let the light shine on this craziness and this nonsense. I mean, you know, you have just heard the words from someone who did this every day, as I said. And if you think this kind of stuff isn't going on at the other lamestream media news networks, you're absolutely just not thinking. I mean, there is no way that this isn't going on elsewhere. Think about it. Yeah, absolutely think about it, because if you think this kind of stuff isn't going on at the other networks, then wrong. Yeah, that's right, Mr. President. You know what? It's going on. It's happening. It's been happening. And until we stand up and say enough is enough, like this young lady did, then it's going to continue to happen. We're going to continue to get force-fed this crap from the lamestream media. So once again, I absolutely applaud this young lady. Ms. Ar Ms. Ariana Picari, thank you. Yeah, she, she deserves every bit of that. Oh, all right. So, I believe it is time for our buddy, Bomber Billy, to join us. He should be coming in real soon here. Hey, Billy, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, lads, what's up, bro? Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Things are good. Uh, this week was a little crazy with that, uh, that storm, um... 
uh, hey, do you know how to pronounce the name of that storm? Yeah, it's Isaias. Um, it's a Spanish Latin derivative for the Hebrew name Isaiah. Uh, so why why wouldn't they just say Isaiah? Your guess is as good as mine, but I'm going to go with the fact that they're just trying to be inclusive in the naming of these storms because they could happen all over the world, and the organization that names them names them for all over the world. So that's at least my thought about it. Um, yeah, it just seems like it would be easier to say Isaiah. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you, but, you know, that's what I think in any way. Well, okay, so listen, this week uh, there was a lot of stuff on social media. You definitely pissed some people off, which is, you know, like you say, par for the course, right? But this week I really wanted to, to talk to you and ask you a question. Okay, so we're not going to review like a social media post? No, no, I, I actually, I want to have a conversation with you. I want to ask you some questions. And so I figured it would be a good way for the audience to really get to know you a little bit better and where you stand on things. Okay, I'm down. Okay, so the question is, why are you a conservative? What makes you a conservative and not a liberal? <laughs> well, at first I, I could say my brain, but... um. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, um, I, I'm going to get flack for that. Whatever. Anyway, it's a joke, people, for the love of God. Anyway, um, the answer in short form is conservatives tend to believe that we as a people should be empowered to be able to solve our own problems. We want smaller government, less interference, free markets, and uh, we want individual liberties um, strong national defense, and we believe in personal responsibility. Whereas liberals tend to believe that the government needs to step in for those things and believe that the, the government should make sure that no one is in need and um, that the liberal policies should be ones that allow the government to step in and solve your problems. In a nutshell, that's why I'm a conservative. I do not believe that my government should step in and solve my problems for me. I do not believe that it is the role of government to guarantee that no one is in need. Um, I believe in free market. I believe in personal responsibility. And I believe in traditional American values. And that is very much a conservative standpoint. So I hope that answers the question for you. Yeah, it sure does. Thanks, Les. So let me actually take this a little bit further to, to give a little further clarity on it, okay? So let's just take the um, economy as an example, right? A liberal standpoint or a, a standpoint of the left would be that the government regulates the economy the best and that the government should protect its citizens from what they would deem would be the greed of big businesses. Unlike the private sector, the government would be motivated by, supposedly motivated by the, the public's interest and not the business's interest. So whereas the conservative mindset is, let's have a free market. Uh, we want competitive businesses because we believe in capitalism and private um, businesses or private enterprise can create better opportunity and will deliver higher standards 
um, for everyone because these businesses will be competing against one another. And so, therefore, you'll have more uh, growth in the economy, um, you know, more opportunity for jobs. And then you won't be in a situation where you're burdened by uh, what could be considered ex excessive regulation or excessive government overreach, right? So that is a, a very good example, in my opinion at least, of what the difference between the two beliefs are. Granted, one specific example, but an example nonetheless that gives you an idea of why I tend to fall um, towards the right or towards a conservative point of view. Does that does that make sense? Does that answer the question a little further? Yeah, it sure does. And and you know what? I, I completely understand what you're saying, uh, liberal versus conservative when it comes to the economy. I think I, I probably fall somewhere in the middle there. Like, you know, government probably needs to regulate it a little bit, but they don't need to regulate everything. No, and, and you know what? That's a really good point, Billy. I agree with that. You know, there certainly needs to be some regulation, but not everything. And I think that that fine balance is what we're really striving to find here in this country. And I don't know that we've found it yet, but it doesn't mean you should scrap the whole system. It doesn't mean you throw away everything that our forefathers worked so hard to establish. I mean, I'll give you an example. If you have an engine in your car, and I'm sure you do, then if there's a belt that's broken or dry rotted, then you replace it. You don't throw out the whole engine, and God knows you wouldn't throw out the whole car. That's the mindset, though, of liberals very often. We have to start over. We got to burn it down to the ground. We got to, you know, start completely over and get rid of everything. And this system's broken. There are portions of our system that are broken. I can admit that, but we don't have to change everything. We don't have to scrap everything that we've worked so hard for over hundreds of years. We change and we edit the parts that are necessary to move us forward, keeping tradition and keeping our traditional American values intact. Those things are important, and liberals would have you believe that they're not. So stand tall, stand proud, and stand for what you believe in, and don't be afraid to speak up, because they're not... And we don't want the liberal narrative to be the only narrative out there. We want the truth out there. We want to stand up and fight against the liberal agenda that's being pushed down our throats every single week. You have a voice, so use it. And that's the last word. Well, hey, lads, thanks so much, man. I appreciate you having me again this week. I learned a lot, and uh, I definitely understand what you're saying. I think that everybody should get out there. They have a voice, you know, so make sure that everyone knows what you stand for and, and what you believe in. I think that's just as important um, as the next guy. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you, Billy. People need to stand up and, you know, and really take on an issue that they believe strongly about and whatever side of the aisle that they fall on, um, they have a voice and they should use it. Um, specifically, I speak to, you know, my conservative friends and would tell them exactly the same thing, you know, as I just did. Hey, if you've got something you believe strongly about, then get out there and say something. Because like I said, if you have a voice, um, then you should use it. If you have a platform, then you should use it and use it for good right? Use it to put the word out there and shine a spotlight on an injustice, which is what I believe I do, as opposed to 
being told that I am trying to divide. As I said in the previous podcast, what I really believe is that I'm shining the light on hypocrisy and that I'm speaking from my beliefs. I'm speaking my point of view based on the information that I'm seeing that's been put out there. And, you know, uh, in addition to that, uh, I just want to say once again that I am so thankful for um, this young lady from MSNBC, Miss Ariana Picari, for doing what she did. It took a lot of guts. Um, and what a huge step forward for us if, if we pay attention. Hey, Billy, thanks so much, man, for stopping in. I know you uh, you got to run as always, so I'm going to let you go. Yeah, Les, thanks so much, man. I'll talk to you later, buddy. And there he goes. Always in a hurry, that guy, as always. That's all right. He's a good dude. Hey, Billy, thanks again, man, for stopping in. We really appreciate you being here. Love having you on the show. And um, as always, you can find me on Facebook at The Last Word, Instagram at The Last Word, Twitter at The Last Word Pod. And you can always send us an email here, me or Billy, at thelastword at gmail.com. If you'd like it to be uh, for Billy's segment, be sure to put in there. Balmer Billy, and we'll make sure he gets that email, and uh, we'll get you, uh, we'll get it read on the air here. So thanks again, everybody, for joining me this week and every week, because I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. Until next time, take care, everybody, and God bless. You.